Hi friends, welcome to the Blended Science Podcast. After an unofficial break of three months, the last time we published an episode, it was in January 2022. And I have to say that this year has been hectic, continues to be hectic. And academia, as you may know, is quite demanding. And I thought to myself, let me not put too much pressure on myself. Although I really missed this space. And um, and thank you to our listeners who have been encouraging us to get back into podcasting. And hence we are here. And uh, over and above that, today we are turning one as the Blended Science Podcast. So we are really excited. And um, we continue to grow from here. So thank you for all the support that you guys have been giving us. And without any further ado, here is today's episode with Ukwezi, where we talk about self-binding. Enjoy. We've received a lot of good feedback on our previous episode, Kwezi. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Makes me excited because just goes to show that um, the subject of dopamination is it's a relevant topic. Yeah. So how did your 30 day of fasting look like? I know you. there was Kindle involved, there was Pinterest <laughs> involved. <laughs> so we're naming names of all the things, okay, that we were abstaining from. So yeah, we spent 30 days of self-binding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the first couple of days were agony. Yeah. I don't know if that's a too strong of a hyperbole. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, <laughs> I, I don't want to lie. Yeah, the first couple of days, you sort of feel like you're losing your mind a little bit. Because mm-hmm. you're so bored and it's like, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. And you find yourself naturally swiping through your phone and then where the app was like if you preferably have deleted it it's, it's like oh okay oh, man <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's almost like checking whatsapp even if you don't have data <laughs> you like keep it's che- instinctual at mm, some point mm, like mm. keep checking messages but you don't have yeah any connectivity <laughs> Yeah, so how did that progress? There was agony and and how did it go? After agony, there's peace, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. My mind felt clearer. I felt less stressed. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because I thought I would be more stressed. Mm-hmm. Almost like the, the lady that we spoke about last time, the, the, the one who believed that using weed will help ease her anxiety so in my mind distracting myself from whatever is stressing me in that season Mm. yeah it's supposed to be good but yeah i found myself having a lot of peace because first of all i felt like i had a lot more time rather Mm -hmm. than always feeling like 24 hours is not enough time Mm. (laughs) in a day I felt like, wow, actually I do have time. And I found myself being 
a lot more productive so i think that's where the peace as well comes from because there's no guilt Mm. okay just five more minutes and five minutes becomes 20 minutes (laughs) (laughs) 20 minutes becomes an hour those are the worst <laughs> yeah 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 so for me um i definitely went through this uh, the same kind of feelings but i think for me when 30 days was over i found myself in a limbo you know i had to ask myself whether do i still need to use twitter mm. you know do i still need to check people's statuses on whatsapp um yeah because i went for 30 days without doing that and when i went back it felt like i was doing something wrong yeah it felt wrong it it, it wasn't the automated um response that yeah the seamless automated response that has been controlling us (laughs) Mm, mm. yeah yeah, it felt wrong, but that feeling wasn't long lived. <laughs> so that feeling of I'm doing something wrong didn't last that long, right? Because mm-hmm. maybe after a week of using the drug of choice, which is social media in my case, mm-hmm. um, and then reading novels in my case, yeah, basically defaulted back into mm. where I initially started quite interesting yeah as much as i have opted to go back to the so-called drugs of choice mm-hmm. <laughs> um i do see a difference mm-hmm. some apps i i d- didn't even download back onto my phone because yeah it's good <laughs> yeah Which is i good. was like oh, I can live without this. Like, it wasn't a conscious thing. Mm. Okay. And some of them, um, yeah, I'm back to using them, but the use is definitely not the same. I think um, when Anna Lemke talks about insights, you gain more awareness of this is actually the amount of time that you've been spending on your device, if that's what your device is. If um, your drug of choice is on a device. Yeah. Okay. With that insight comes the prickling of my conscience. Yeah. So, and as a Christian, you, um, I'm a Christian. So I just think about being a good steward of everything that you're given. Sure. So time is also that. Yeah. So if I'm supposed to to be doing whatever i'm not saying be robotic have no mercy no no there is room to be human but at the same time yeah we should be good stewards of whatever Mm. we've we've been given yeah and in the context of someone who's working talk about stealing company time there was a whole episode on the office about stealing (laughs) the office yeah (laughs) <laughs> you felt like you were losing your mind when you couldn't just watch The Office and be laughing. The Office is a, it's a series, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so after um, abstaining 
I realized that, okay, going back, I kind of default back into where I started. Mm -hmm. So now I needed to apply what is called self-binding, which is basically putting barriers between myself and the drug of choice, making it difficult to access the drug of choice, Mm. i.e. accessing social media. So for me, because I use, particularly I use Chrome for my work, so I have all kinds of uh, blockers um, which will block social media and I time my block, the time at which I should be blocking those social media. For example, between 8 and 1, I can't access any social media of any sort. Mm. On the internet, I can only access my emails, check PubMed, you know, and (laughs) and everything else that is productive. Anything that is related to shopping and and, and it's blocked. So I get to check my uh, social media and whatnot during lunch. Mm. Um, so, So I actually literally schedule my social media use now mm. um which I, I find you know it's it's actually working well because you know sometimes i'll be so looking forward to actually checking my social media and by the time i check it i'm like what what on earth am i <laughs> it <laughs> am doesn't I, live up to yeah, the hype it doesn't live up to the hype yes so yeah and so what ends up happening is that maybe i'll just be scrolling through for like 10 minutes and then switch off my my devices and then from two up to half past four um again uh, social media will be blocked mm. so yeah so it, that's a pretty good idea yeah so it it works really well for me you are drawn a lot to self-binding yeah you're always telling me about this and this idea this is what i'm doing now yeah mm-hmm. yeah so the extension that i use is called web blocker um and there's another one called self-control self-control so you can actually use it even on firefox if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. so you can get these um extensions and and start implementing them Yes, because at the beginning of the year, everyone is like, okay, these are my goals when it comes to my career. Yeah. I'm going to focus. I'm going to achieve this, that, and the other. And it's these little things that derail the, yes. the plan. Yes. Like that derail our, our, our plans. Um, I actually read a quote mm-hmm. or heard a quote. Um, the original person who said it was C.S. Lewis. Mm-hmm. He says, day by day, nothing changes. Then when, all, all of a sudden, when you look back, everything has changed. So, day by day, you don't see the impact of the little things that you do. But yes. given enough time, yes. when you look back, you're like, whoa, where did the time go? What was I doing? Exactly. And you can't even recall. Exactly. To, to be honest. Um, where you spent most of your en- energy because it's being slowly drained by these distractions. Mm-hmm. We are addicted to distraction. As soon as we're sad, uncomfortable, we may use food as a distraction, as a soothing mechanism or scrolling on social media, watching reality TV because we're overwhelmed by our, our own challenges. Let's watch somebody else who has worse problems than I do. <laughs> And feel better. 
Yeah, yeah that, that's quite interesting. So, um, speaking of that, it hasn't been easy for me to block out um, social media, you mm. know, because as you're saying, we are, we are so addicted to distraction. Working in the office, no pun intended, <laughs> seems boring if I can't, you know, quickly check something to distract myself. So sitting... Dopamine hits. Yes, yeah. So it's actually kind of boring to just sit and read because all I do really during the day is reading my students' work, my postgrads' work, marking, moderating. So I found myself thinking, how can I entertain myself? You know, every once in a while, I just go to the kitchen and then I make coffee. I don't know how many cups of coffees <laughs> I made um, today. Oh. Yeah, but fortunately, it's decaf. So, yeah, I think I'm relatively safe. Um, and for the first time in a long time, and I added quarter of a teaspoon um, in my tea because I, ca- I just wanted something that will make me feel good. Mm. And the nice thing about the body is that you can't trick it because mm-hmm. I've been I've been avoiding any sweetener, additional sweeteners on my tea. As soon as I added that quarter of a teaspoon, I got a headache. Because mm, it's like, whoa, we yeah. haven't gotten raw sugar. Yes, yeah, in such a long time. Mm. Yeah, so we've got these intrinsic mechanisms that are... Uh, that are really keeping us in check. <laughs> yeah. So how does self-binding look like to you? I'm not sure if I necessarily look at it as, okay, now I'm about to practice self-binding. Mm-hmm. I think um, it's more like a background app in my mind. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not conscious of it, but now when I think about it, Like, for an example, I would say I will, because for me, one of my biggest distractions would be looking for recipes. I love food and baking and stuff like that. Like, okay, if I can reach this milestone, I can then check out recipes because maybe I thought of an ingredient or I remembered something I heard on a cooking show or something. Yeah, so I think that that would be how I practice self-binding on an everyday basis. Um, with regards to food, as a person who tends to fall into the pattern of comfort eating and self-soothing through food, I would um, practice intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm still trying to find a sweet spot Mm. Um, with regards to that, yeah. Mm. So that's about um, as far as it goes. I know that you like to plan, you like to write things down. Yeah. This and this app. Yeah. Yeah. So it's <laughs> this is really great because then people can get two different perspectives and they can find the one that they relate to. Yeah. Mm. The the one that they can implement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it comes to self-binding, it it it's more like a two-edged sword. Mm. So, so I think we need to issue a bit of a warning there, mm. because you know it's funny how the mind works. The fact that 
you have blocked something, you know, you don't have access to it, it actually creates some sort of anticipation and you want to solve the The puzzle. The forbidden fruit. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So that is actually what usually becomes a challenge to people who are even like using hardcore drugs. Mm. You know, the fact that maybe they they no longer have access to cash, Mm. maybe a spouse has taken their credit cards and debit cards, but for some reason they would want to still find a way to get cash so that they can go buy their drug of choice. So finding a way to get the drug, the drug of, to- of choice becomes the drug of choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a story, I feel like you'll tell the story better, the, the gentleman who had his wife lock up alcohol. Mm, mm. Yeah, no. So that one... Um, so they, they practice self-binding, right, with, mm. with, with the wife. And the wife was away for a weekend. Yeah, and and that the wife had left with the keys to the cabinets where they would um, store alcohol. But it so happens that there was a bottle of wine that was in a cabinet and it was somehow visible. You know, so he could see, he could sneak in through um, the cupboard and then see that there's there's wine there. So he mm. then uh, gathered all his tools to try and you know open the heck yeah you the know cabinets. yeah heck the cabinet as he as he wanted to, but he couldn't. Then it dawned on him that oh, I can actually try to open the bottle while it's inside. And um, he was able to do that. And then he realized, oh, I just need to get a straw. And then he drank wine while it's in the the cabinet, locked up in the cabinet. But because he could just find a way to to sneak his way into into the wine. So cracking the self-binding became the drug of choice. Yeah. Imagine spending the whole weekend instead of just enjoying a weekend. You're just like, I need to find a way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's such a, you know, once you reach that phase where you're like, I need to find a way. It's it's almost like a, a losing battle, which is why generally some sort of accountability is also nice. You mm. know, um, you know, whenever one get some sort of an edge to use, you know, you know, there's that one person you can call and say, hey, I have this particular challenge, you mm. know. Someone who's not your buddy buddy, someone you don't want to waste their, their, their time, someone you, you know that, no, this person's time is valuable. Yeah. I can't just be <laughs> calling willy-nilly and be like, hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Exercise caution, be accountable, and yeah, I think we can find a way to crack to crack this thing, man. I, as much as the, there's some risk with it, I do think a certain degree of self binding is is beneficial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. self control. Yeah, so that is it with regards to our episode on self binding, and. Um, on our next episode, we'll chat with Duquesi. We will be looking at the pain and pleasure balance. Yeah.
which I know you're excited more about. Yes, I am. <laughs> because it's really interesting yeah. how the pursuit of pain can actually bring pleasure, yeah. but not in a sadistic type of way. Yeah. Like, just a short example would be taking a cold shower. Have mm. you? Or some athletes even submerge themselves in, like, an ice bath. Ice bath, yeah. But the euphoria that's afterwards. Especially if you're in South Africa, we have power cuts, we have load shedding. <laughs> <laughs> now is the time to start taking those showers. <laughs> yeah. All right, Quizzy, thank you so much for chatting with me on this. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely going to be doing this a lot more. <laughs> I love this. Cheers, Quizzy. Thank you. There you have it, folks, our conversation on self-binding. What I like about this conversation is that we have some actionable items. You can actually start downloading some of these extensions like block sites, self-control, especially if you struggle with limiting your internet use. I'll add more of these extensions on our show notes so that you can actually start implementing these things right now. Otherwise, have a good one. Please do share the episode with your friends. Cheers. Bye-bye.